0: well hello there i am dave holmes welcome to troubled waters the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because as we were talking about before we started rolling it is the one that is keeping us tethered to the earth now back in the before times troubled waters would pit two teams of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale we'll get back there i swear we will but for now Teaming up with another person who's not in your quarantine pod is possibly lethal. It is definitely more frowned upon than pouring yourself a big old plastic bag full of gasoline. So for now, <laughs> it is one comic against another. And to win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the the great comebacks they've been keeping in a little tiny notebook or in their notes app all throughout <laughs> this pandemic. Uh, To earn the coveted troubled waters title pundit emeritus that title automatically gives a person's opinion on The friends reunion the teaser of which just dropped moments ago more weight than a civilians. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it You're listening to (laughs) troubled waters Now let's meet our teams. Our first contestant is head writer on Jesus and Marrow on Showtime, a fabulous show. He's a favorite here on Troubled Waters. He is an American treasure. Uh, I've never heard his name come up in public without everybody going,
1: oh, I love that guy. <laughs> and he's here. It's Josh Gondelman. Hello, Josh. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to see you, Dave. It's so good to see you. How are you? How is, how is your late pandemic? I'm doing okay. I've been starting to go outside. It is fitting oh. that the Friends reunion trailer uh, just came up because I would say a defining characteristic of this past year is no one told me life was going to be this way. Oh, I know that's right. I know that's right. Uh, but it's been good. I mean, I've got both my vaccines. I've been starting right. to like venture outdoors a little bit more. I feel... I think it's optimism or I might have just had like... um it might just be caffeinated. I might just be caffeinated. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fine. Whatever it is, we'll take it. We'll take exactly.
0: it. Oh, God. This warms my heart. This warms my heart, Josh Gondelman, as you are known to do. Uh, our second <laughs> contestant is on Star Trek Discovery. You can catch her on Ripley Improv Slay on Twitch with our own Riley Silverman. It's Mary Chifo. Hello.
2: Hello, thank you so much for having me. It's such a delight to be here. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for being here. We're <laughs> enjoying ourselves already. Chifo, yes, I I, I figured out quickly. Is it Lore- Chancellor Lorel or Lrel?
2: It is Lorel. Yes. Lorel. Um, Chancellor Lorel. It is funny. L'Oreal. That you, yeah, L'Oreal. They, I have a whole uh, hair <laughs> hair Actually, it, it is actually a bit of a joke because in the first season we didn't have hair as Klingons. Oh, and that was a big, yeah. big controversy, big Klingon sure. controversy. And then in the second season I did get hair. And uh-huh. so uh, clearly Laurel started a beauty line once she became chancellor. And uh, <laughs> I think
0: that's smart, you gotta monetize it.
2: <laughs>
0: got it yeah. to make the most of a klingon controversy,
2: right? Yes, Oh, very nice, very nice.
0: Wordplay, I'm getting good at it in the, <laughs> in the lockdown. Uh, so you, as you revealed in, uh, in the pre-show, got that sweet J&J. You're One I and did.
2: done, yeah. One and done, baby.
0: Uh, how does it feel? How does it feel? How's re entry?
2: It's it's exciting. I'm uh staying um in basically the guest house of my parents' house, which is where mm-hmm. I have been staying before the pandemic. It's not a, a, new, <laughs> development. Not a new development, um, but uh, so I, I'm staying with them, and so we are still being you know ultra precautious, um, just for for sanity's sake, for now. Um, right. But uh, yeah, it definitely feels good to be able to do just small errands and things with a little bit more of a, just a little bit less tension in my chest. Uh, a little <laughs> uh, less
0: tension. Yeah,
2: yeah. but um, definitely just uh, similar to Josh. I, I just feel ho- very hopeful. Like, again, I don't know if yeah. it's <laughs> caffeine or caffeine or optimism, but I'm definitely seeing seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, and it's not a train coming at us. So I'm very mm-hmm. happy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I really am in tune with how much I was expecting uh, us to fuck all of this up, like to make progress (laughs) and then and then take 10 steps back and be worse than where we started. And I'm beginning to release that emotion Mm -hmm. right now. Like, I I feel kind of good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am
0: as of last week uh at 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 Max Immunity. Um we my partner and I went up to uh Los Olivos, did, did a little sideways weekend, and we we had our <laughs> first uh meal inside a restaurant, like inside wow. a restaurant, um since you know February of last year. And it felt great. I, you know, tables were distant and it felt safe and it felt, you know, and I felt confident and whatever. Um it, but it was one of these like small plates kind of things. So like mm-hmm. every five minutes a new thing would come, and every single time it went yes yes like that. And I <laughs> I think I've become a yes yes guy in the last year and a half. I just forgot I don't I forgot how to talk to waiters and stuff. So like I couldn't after like the seventh thing I was like yes yes and I, like I, it was I, it it took over. Like I I was like here here it comes and I was powerless to stop it. So I don't know
1: new habits have taken hold Right don't I know how it. I feel about
2: them. Yes, yes, man. I love
1: it. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm very positive. We, we're, I think we should all, we were talking about this a little bit off mic, but we should, we should all come out of this with like some new affectation that we've just kind of been either Absolutely. doing in the house yeah. or just like the first thing that pops out that like, even if it's like, yeah. oh, this started as kind of a joke and now it's just at my actual personality, which I have so many of yeah. those, it's horrifying. But yeah, I'm very I'm totally. excited to see like what- weird things people's brains have been cooking up over the past year. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: It's a thing I've been saying for months. I cannot see, I cannot wait to see how much weirder we've all gotten in the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like once we're all together, we're all going to have new phobias. Mm -hmm. We're all going to have new things that like make us roar with laughter. We're like, we're going to, it's going to be, it's going to be wild. It's going to be really wild. I'm telling you, (laughs) we've all had a junior year abroad and we're all going to come back with Big, wide pants, <laughs> or an accent that we didn't have before, <laughs> mm-hmm. or, or, you know, <laughs> bold facial hair. It's going to be weird. The new world's going to be weird, mm-hmm. and I can't wait. Uh, we have met our players. It is now time to see who has the better grasp of what matters this week, pop-culturally speaking. Now, players, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important and or tragically overlooked story or person or event Of the past week or two, Josh Gondelman, we will begin
1: with you. I want to go with the fact that it's been kind of declared Babe Ruth style, right? Governor Andrew Cuomo, who I'm not a big fan of, but he kind of called the shot. and was like Mm -hmm. Broadway reopening full capacity by uh, September, which is like Mm -hmm. baseball stadiums, which are mostly outdoors, are still at like 25% capacity currently. So I am like... I'm kind of like dazzled by this prediction of like inside hundreds of people laughing, cheering, applauding in a, in a, in one room while other people sing aggressively out at them. Um, the whole time I, I'm like, I think this is a huge, and it's also like a full sector of entertainment that has just, that just went like Mm -hmm. and, and shut down. Right. Like, uh, comedians did a lot of online stuff. There was, there were podcasts, mm-hmm. um, TV kind of found a way to keep going. Music bands could record and release music, but like there just wasn't Broadway. There was just no facsimile for mm-hmm. So I think like just this whole sector of culture, like spinning back up into motion is an underrated and huge. Story. It is a huge story. And I'm dying to know how it's going to happen.
0: And I'm dying to know what those houses yeah. are going to be like. I think they're going to be so crazy. Enthusiastic. Um, oh, yeah. but I mean yeah. but that big Broadway cough that you get at the
1: beginning of every show is gonna it's gonna hit different <laughs> <laughs> it sure is it's I, it feels like it's part of the overture yes hit every show with an orchestra <laughs> yes. and it you know like there's like a cello tuning up and then a guy like <clears throat> and then a bunch of other people kind of call in response totally. it.
0: <laughs> so it's like a yawn it spreads mm-hmm. um yeah. what
1: yes. are you most excited to see once Broadway does reopen oh gosh I'm like I I it hasn't been any of the stuff that they're like, this is coming back. I'm just like excited to see what new things are, are percolating. Okay. Um, so I'm just, it's like so exciting. It just feels like the possibility is back. Yeah. It
0: does mm. feel that way. Uh, however, that was the wrong answer. The and, correct and almost, answer is the Music Man revival with Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster.
1: <laughs> I am excited for the Music Man revival with Hugh Jackman, yep. but even the idea of like a, a musical that existed before, almost feels like, why are we looking into the past? Uh, And not from like a, oh, we reboot, we revive everything. I just mean like, I just want to see the first thing that's like, ooh, this is new. new. Like I'm excited for that feeling. Yeah, totally, totally,
0: same. God, I wish I could afford Broadway tickets. Uh, Mary, (laughs) what is your major story or person or place or thing? in the last couple of weeks? Well,
2: what's, so fun, fun fact, I, I too was excited to uh, discuss the, the Broadway reopening uh, as, uh, as someone who I did, I, I live in LA, I grew up in LA, but I, I did go to school in New York. So I had four years of really uh, stomping around there and, mm-hmm. and seeing shows and dreaming of, of acting on the stages on the Broadway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, so I am thrilled. I do have a tentative um New York trip planned. My birthday's in November. To, so I have I have like a round trip flight right yeah. around my birthday. So I'm really hoping that I'll be there and be able to see shows. But uh, since since this is the topic we've already covered, one, I did note that today, I believe is Robert Pattinson's birthday. That's it's not an event. I mean, it is an event. It's a thing. He feels like pop culture, but also he's, a you know, kind of transformed into indie darling doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. So celebrating, selling, celebrating his choices mm-hmm. <laughs> as an actor.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But <laughs> I, I had I known this Friends thing had dropped, I was saying before we um, hopped in. But like Friends is something that uh, is my go to comfort. I, I was saying I just finished another binge rewatch, fr- my pandemic rewatch. And I have so many strong opinions about that show in different ways, both like my mom really feels like I'm going to have to write a thesis about like the cultural examination. I love it and it makes me laugh and it's wonderful. But I do think it's also a really uh, great way to look at how comedy has evolved and how we've, uh, like I was saying uh, before we, we started recording, like ensemble work and uh just you know it's something that people really have attached to and mm-hmm. so many newer generations are falling in love with it but uh i'm just I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with this reunion and everything i'm glad it's a reunion it's not a reboot i mm-hmm. i have a whole idea of ways in which it could be expanded upon in, in a storytelling realm but i'm just interested to see at this point what the reflection is and the cultural impact yeah. and again i think there's a lot to look at in in how it was groundbreaking in the type of storytelling we do, the type of comedy we do.
0: Yeah, I'm with your mom, by the way. Write this thesis.
2: Yeah, I'm. It's it. Yeah, it's, it's gotta. Ha- I all of these hours I've spent watching it, I, I, I they have to pay off in more than just me yeah. just <laughs> talking about it. But it, well, I mean, anyway,
0: it could it could pay off for you real big on this show. You could win. There we go. A fake title. So I mean, that's something.
2: That's, that's all I want in life is a fake title.
0: Anybody wants in life. <laughs> Friends is such an interesting time capsule because in so many ways it does not hold up at all. Like it is the mm-hmm. end of so much stuff, you know? Yeah, Like it, it's totally. the last sort of big TV comedy to be able to be a little homophobic. Like it's, it is definitely- Sure. Like it, it's it's
1: tricky in a lot of areas. It's kind of grandfathered in in that it's like the last sitcom that's allowed to have the politics of your grandfather. yes, <laughs> yes.
0: Its heart yeah. is
1: consistently in the right place, but it was also... But,
2: yeah. 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 I'm sure they're going to get into this in the reunion. That's, they're going to do a really intellectual oh, uh, <laughs> honestly,
0: examination. I don't know. The special guests include uh, yeah, Lady Gaga and Malala. So who who knows what go. direction they're who going Who knows? In. All right. So it's Broadway versus Friends. Those are your buzzing <laughs> words. Keep them at the ready as we sally forth. Let us start the show with a new round we're calling Sponsorship Tie-Up. A glance at this year's possibly happening Tokyo Olympics shows a very strange set of sponsors for a sports event. From Toyota, which like all car companies, basically offers the aspirational idea of being able to get somewhere while sitting down. Uh, to Coca-Cola, the famous health <laughs> tonic. We thought we would get in on the action. So in this round, you will be given a product. You will have to pitch a sports sportsy, sporting tile. I, Dave Holmes, I am obviously well-connected within the sports world. Um, You will have to persuade me to accept a commercial endorsement from your randomly selected product. You'll get the hang of it as it goes. Um, So we'll start with Josh. Give me a number between one and eight. Six. Six. Okay, uh, your product, Josh Gondelman, is paper clips. I am Dave Holmes, the head of the National Cheerleading Championship.
1: Why should paper clips okay. be the, our official product? Everyone knows that you want to hold documents together. You when you when you need to hold important things together, you take a you use a paper clip, right? That's such it a good gives, point. It fastens papers together, yeah. and it gives you the convenience of letting you separate them uh, when you need to. That that's obvious. Cheerleaders. What is a more iconic cheerleading moment than a pyramid of cheerleaders? Uh, The athletes holding one another up vertically in defiance of gravity. And then at a moment's notice, snapping that pyramid apart, dropping uh, the the top of the pyramid to the floor only to catch that person again uh, and hold them tightly, securely, almost majestically. As if you, the athletes, were paperclips in human form, holding all that paperclips. person's body parts together. That holding the person's body parts together, keeping the the group of cheerleaders held tightly together. Mm-hmm. Uh, paperclips that they hold together the human pyramid of your life. Wow, I like it. I like it. I could hear the the sped up dance remixes
0: that uh, national cheerleading competitions are 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 scored to. <laughs> you know, they'll they'll give you a Black Eyed Peas song, but it's like three times faster than it should be. And it's broken up by weird sirens and all yelling right. sounds, and nobody looks like they're having fun. You really put me back into one of those cheerleading competitions. I can't wait Thank to you. see one again. Point to you for that one, Josh Thank Gondelman. Uh, all right, number between one and eight, Mary Chieffo. Seven. Seven. Right. Or, or as Monica
2: would say, Seven,
3: seven,
0: seven. The product you are representing is Durex Condoms. (laughs) I am Dave Holmes, the head of the Baseball World Series, as we call it in the United States, the Baseball Mm -hmm. World Series. You're gonna watch that Baseball World Series (laughs) this year, is what we say to each other in October. Um, Why is Durex Condoms the perfect product for the Baseball World
2: Series? When you're playing baseball, Mm -hmm. it's important to have protection. Mm -hmm. It's important mm-hmm. to make sure that nothing, nothing bad, gets out there. <laughs> only good things only good need things. to get out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just saying, who says the banana is the only thing to use as mm-hmm. an example of the use of our product? You know, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it, it's a hefty bat, mm-hmm. but it's a bat. And
0: and uh, do you, have you arrived at a slogan?
2: Hit that protection.
3: <laughs> Hit it.
2: I'm. I, I think, I think my, my, I have a, I must have a, um, a slogan partner who is mm, not here mm, currently mm, in the meeting, mm, mm, uh, copyright. That I need to, I need to defer to her, Um mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, okay. yeah, that's, but I got the big ideas. I'm, you a, got the I'm big an idea, idea no. I'm an idea
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes, you have ideas. Yeah. Yes, point <laughs> to you. Yeah, hit that protection, <laughs> hit that protection. Let's do one more round. Why not? Why not? A uh, number between one and eight, Josh Gondelman. One. One. Terrific. Your product, Josh Gunkleman, is Baseball Bats. I am Dave Holmes. I am the head of WWE. That is the World Wrestling Mm -hmm. Edifice. (laughs) The World Wrestling Edifice. And I would like to know why (laughs) Baseball Bats are the perfect product for WWE.
1: Okay. You may be good. There's this uh, kind of attitude out there in the world where people smugly say that, uh, wrestling is fake, right? They, they, this is not really happening, you child. This, this, this is scripted, mm. okay? But do you know mm-hmm. what there's there's never any uh, question about? is the integrity of a, a wooden baseball bat. A baseball bat is solid. A baseball bat is something you can feel and heft in your hand. A baseball bat is something that when someone hits you with it, even if it's corked so that the ball goes further, which is cheating, uh it hurts you. It will It will hurt you to get hit by a baseball bat. Not that we suggest that, but just so you know that feeling is out there. It is real. It's tangible. Uh, Louisville mm. Slugger, it's mm. the real thing. And that's how we want people to think about professional wrestling. It, there's impact. There is excitement. It is real. It is visceral. And people need to know that. S- 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 Slogan, please. Slogan? Uh, <sighs> baseball bats and WWE real impact wow. 3 points to oh. thank you
0: really I, I, drove it home and and that was a that is sports that is a baseball
1: <laughs> that's a baseball sports. A, mm-hmm. that is a sports home is a sports concept it's also it's also what you do after you see a movie <laughs> you just drive it home
0: yeah you go home yeah.
1: you drive it home well done all right finally
0: mary chifo number between 1 and 8 Please. Uh, four,
2: that's four. Four, yeah. four. yes. Four. four available, great. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad, I'm so
0: glad you got us to number four. Uh, Mary, your product is Swedish Fish. Uh, yes. I am uh, Dave Holmes. I am the director of the X Games, extreme <laughs> sports, dirty boys flipping all around on bikes and stuff, doing all swirls and twirls. Yeah. Uh, why is Swedish Fish the perfect product for the X Games? You may begin.
2: Well, I have to say my my first point of reference to the X Games is, in fact, uh, the extremely goofy movie, I believe. Um, that was the large component mm-hmm. of, of, of the film. Mm-hmm. A very important uh, cinematic experience uh, with beautiful themes about family. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. I personally grew up with Swedish fish as a delightful treat that I would eat when I wasn't at home because I wasn't allowed to eat sugar at home. Mm -hmm. So, uh, when I think of Swedish fish, I think of, I think of escaping to my friend's house and eating a sugary treat. I think what we can really tie in is that when you're at the X games, you want to eat something that is sweet because the shit going on on the games arena, Mm -hmm. that's not sweet. That's, that's some sour shit. And also Sweden's a lovely place. And I think that we should celebrate a place that, um, celebrates life and Mm. fish, um, and and tying it into Jesus, because why not? You know, he multiplied the fish Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, maybe we'll turn some water into wine too. Great. Who knows?
0: You know, I did. I just got a, uh I received a text from your copywriter. Uh, she wanted oh, yeah. to send in the uh, the slogan uh, which uh. is Swedish fashion X Games It's like that movie The that time and also family, but don't forget the X Games are <laughs> extremely dark and Jesus died for your sins. So that's a fun. That's a fun
1: slogan.
2: I think I think that's gonna you know I really I uh she's she's a great copywriter no, really, I, I, I really she's appreciate terrific. yeah okay really excellent. really excellent I really yeah. ties it all in I
1: have to I have to jump in because that is the exact slogan that they used on Mad Men for Samsonite luggage and I feel like you're just lifting <laughs> it, it from that it. did sound familiar
0: <laughs> that did sound familiar to me when I said it
2: what what wow. what can I say it's it's um it's a gift
3: it's yeah. a gift yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, you stuck the landing. Four points to you for that one. Uh, At the end of that round, the scores are as follows. Oh my God, we have a tie. Six of these. Six for Broadway. Six for friends. One for each friend. Uh, (laughs) Let's go right (laughs) into our next round. It is called Competitive anecdotes. This is the part of our show where we let you talk about your favorite thing, yourself. Uh, It is time for us to shake off this... COVID slumber. We are waking up from our year plus collective grounding. That means that soon, soon, maybe, maybe this very weekend live events may return to our lives. And so we thought it would be fun to revisit some of those great, maybe not so great memories that we have of live events of days gone by. Tell us about something you did to score a ticket to an event you were really excited to see. Tell us about a way you totally embarrassed yourself, at that event or at a, some other event in front of thousands of people, <laughs> event memories lay it on me.
2: I, I can't, I, I know I've embarrassed myself in large settings, and but nothing's coming to me right now. Maybe I've, I've blocked it all out. Mm. Um, but I am always about dignity with Mary Chief. Um. <laughs> always, always dignity. And Jesus in Swedish mm-hmm. fifth. Uh, fifth. <laughs> <Sweet> Swedish <laughs> fifth. fifth. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. How are you? Um, So I'm thinking of a a moment where I procured a ticket and felt really cool about it. Uh, Speaking of the Broadway, tying it all in. Yeah. um, I was, it was my first year of college. I was in New York and uh, just trying to figure out who I was and what I wanted to do. Been there. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy a ticket alone and just go see a show. You know, live Mm. my life. Mm. And uh, I got a ticket to uh, One Man, Two Governors. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a hilarious romp, a uh, comedia-esque. And, Sounds um,
0: like a romp. Like, I I don't know the play, but you said the title, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, it's, I yeah. bet that's a thing that could be described as a romp.
2: Yes, yes. And it, James, James Corden was actually the lead in it. And Even it's, better. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's like a more modern- More Corden, please. A, more, oh,
1: wh- more, he's yeah. a one-man romp. He is. Yeah, a he one-man. is <laughs> a romp. He identifies as a
2: romp. I, yeah, I believe that's his slogan, in fact, I think, yeah. is one-man romp. <laughs> one
0: one romp (laughs) casting every uh, goddamn thing
2: every everything everything he was romping this was like his first big romp in in america i believe but i don't quote me because i have no idea it was the first time i saw him um but what i loved about that experience which is something i'm looking forward to as we return to the world is that i was there next to two people i didn't know it was full house and we were all hysterical like weeping crying laughing um, and I realized that I must think it's actually funny cause I'm not trying to impress anyone around me, you know, like I was just there present, uh, enjoying the show. So, um, that, that's definitely a very treasured, like in the world, um, watching a show m- memory for me.
0: So you spoke to something pr- deep in human beings and you spoke to like how much of our reaction to a live event is performative and how much is is, <laughs> is real. And, and and truly felt. But you reminded me of James Corden. So you, it, nearly <laughs> you, you do receive one point for that story? Damn it, I um,
2: should have just said a show. A show.
0: You should have just said a show. Never, ever, <laughs> never tell me about mm-hmm. James Corden. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Josh Congleman, how about you? Well, since I said Events Broadway. memories. I'm going to tell an embarrassing story about a Broadway show. Uh, when I was Great. probably a young teen, and my sister was, I guess, an old tween, which is, you're just a tween. There's not that much gradation. Uh, my family <laughs> came from where we drove, from where we lived in suburban Boston, to New York for a few days. And we tried to get, we went to the, similarly, to the tickets booth to get half-price day of tickets. And we are like, we'll get whatever we get. We're very excited. My parents decided we were able to get tickets to the Edward Albee play, The Goat, or Who is Sylvia? That's what it's called, The uh, we just know it's about a family that has a. That's kind of torn asunder by a, a goat. And uh, the whole play. And it's starring Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman was playing the, the lead role. The whole play Fantastic. is about how Bill Pullman has a sexual relationship with a goat named Sylvia and how it is tearing the family apart. They talk about nothing else it is about 90 minutes of just a family reckoning with the patriarch's mm-hmm. decision to pursue a sexual relationship with a a goat not and not goat in the parlance of our times now the, the greatest of all, time. of all time this is a a four i mean maybe this was the best goat of all time but definitely the say. sexiest according to bill pullman uh the yeah. whole time 90 minutes and my sister's probably Eleven, and we don't have one of those families where it's just like, "Hey, everyone's naked. Uh, keep it in, you know, smoke pot as long as it's in the house." We have like a pretty buttoned-down family, so we walked out, and my my dad was just like, "Well, I guess that can be a play, basically." <laughs> And we've it was just like, well, nothing else to say about that. And and uh that's how we've spoken of it for the last uh twenty something years. Ooh, wow. Wee wowie. That is a perfect four point story. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> bill pullman just being like i love her she is my yeah. lover <laughs> and just like dead serious my dad just like his pores yeah. clenched like air wasn't yeah. getting into his skin oh couldn't, uh, yeah. what couldn't a terrible sweat.
0: feeling what a terrible feeling and you try as you might you can't leave your body Mm-mm. you're stuck yeah. there you're stuck inside it's your incredible skin. you gotta you gotta mm-hmm. live through that whole thing incredible crikey okay let's recap our scores after that round Broadway's got 10. Friends got seven. The original six plus Aisha Tyler. (laughs) Um, We're gonna take a little break. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters. After this. The
3: 2021 pin sale has begun. Thank you so much to everyone who participated in the Max Fund Drive. This is the last year for a while that we'll be doing pins for Max Fund Drive and the fifth year that we'll be selling pins and donating all proceeds to charity. The past year proved what we already knew that having access to the internet at home is a necessity for work School, healthcare, and keeping in touch with family and friends. So the proceeds from this year's pin sale will go towards everyone on a nonprofit working to bridge the digital divide. We're grateful that with your support, we'll be able to help low-income folks gain access to affordable computers, internet services, and digital literacy programs. The sale will run until May 28th. Folks at the $10 monthly level and above will have access to all of the pins from the drive. That's 38 pins, one from every show on the. Network work. We also have a special 2021 Max Fund Drive pin that all members can purchase. Go to maximumfund.org/pinsale for more info. And to learn more about Everyone On and support them directly, you can go to everyoneon.org.
1: We have wasted this world. Our magic put a storm in the sky that has rendered the surface of our planet uninhabitable. But beneath the surface, well, that's another story entirely. In a city built leagues below the apocalypse, survivors of the storm forge paths through a strange new world. Some seek salvation for their homeland above, others seek to chart the vast undersea expanse outside the city's walls, and others still seek, what else, fortune and glory. Dive into the Ether Sea, the latest campaign from the Adventure Zone. Every other Thursday on maximumfun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, playing for the idea of Broadway, Josh Gondelman, and representing friends who are just about to reunite with beloved guest star Malala, <laughs> Chifo. It is now time for a a very favorite game of ours. It's one we call Motivational Speeches. And I really feel like you both are going to crush this one. And that was a mini Motivational Speech of its own. Uh, This is where Mm -hmm. you get to take on the role of coach in every sports movie you've ever seen. When you got to rally that team to get that W. That means win. uh, (laughs) Because the Mighty Ducks have answered... I guess somebody's call for them to return with the Disney Plus series Mighty Ducks Game Changers that finally answers the question, Emilio Estevez. (laughs) Um, Just to remind you of the original film, here is a clip of Emilio's speech about the team name. Get ready to feel motivated.
3: Have you guys ever seen a flock of ducks flying in perfect formation? It's beautiful. Pretty awesome the way they all stick together. Ducks never say die. Ever seen a duck fight? No way. Why? Because the other animals are afraid.
0: Motivational. Low-key motivational. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, we put a call out to our listeners to tell us some things they need a little pep talk about. All right? You're going to give it to them. We're going to give you a backing track of some inspirational music and we will allow you to use your dulcet tones to spark that drive towards a W, which, as we have established, mm-hmm. means win. Mary Chifa, coach... Chief Mary Chifo, Coach Mary Chifo, Chief Mary Chifo. <laughs> um, uh, a listener needs a little pep talk to help them assemble some IKEA furniture.
2: Let's have it. Okay. We got a lot of parts here. <laughs> we got a we got a big sheet of paper, a few sheets of paper with a lot of different instructions that are very confusing. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's life. Life is confusing. Life is a lot of parts. And sometimes we don't know where to put them. But you know what? Sometimes we do. Sometimes we look at these 10 different sheets with tons of different objects drawn in confusing ways. And we say, hey, I can do this. I'm gonna crumple up all of these pieces of paper. I'm gonna throw them in the trash. And I'm gonna look at all these parts and I'm gonna do it on my own. Because you know what? Your instincts, that's where it's at. I don't think that's true. Your instincts, no. You know that this little doohickey goes with this little boobop (laughs) and you put them together and you squinch them up and it falls apart. But you know what? Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they do come together and they create a cabinet or a chair or one of those interesting little shaped Swedish things. (laughs) And you know what? Sometimes... Sometimes you get to eat Swedish fish.
0: It's a callback. Sometimes,
2: sometimes Jesus comes in and takes all the Swedish fish and makes 10 more. And sometimes you get to go to the cafeteria and get some meatballs. And since I'm a vegan, I'm very happy to report that they have vegetarian versions of those meatballs. Now that are a freaking delight, they are just as good. And the lingonberries are supreme as always. So that's what I have to say. Assemble that furniture, put the parts together, ignore the instructions. But you, you will win. Whoa,
0: Mary Cocho, unbelievable! Now listen, I want, I want to, I want to talk you through my scoring. Okay. Mm-hmm. One more time. Rousing, uh, g- good, vo- like volume, variety, um, a-, a comedy callback. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It, it's no secret you do improv. You called back. <laughs> that was. You gave us a, a second beat of the Swedish fish, <laughs> and yet you point us toward chaos. You got to follow those directions.
3: Otherwise, it's I chaos.
0: Would have been a five, but it's a four. It's a four. Oh. Would
2: have
0: been a five. I don't but know. It's a four. I
2: guess. I guess I would say I'm chaotic neutral. So. I th-
0: well, I that honestly throwing the, the instructions out for an Ikea bookcase, that's chaotic evil. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: That's chaotic evil. That's what that is. Uh, let's do another round. Uh, Josh, uh, a listener, needs a pep talk to help them graduate
1: and apply for grad school in psychology. <sighs> you're going to do this. You've already decided you're going to do this. This is this is going You're to happen. Psychology. So You're using psychology. So, here's what, what I'm going to do. I'm about to flip this and I'm going to use some reverse psychology. What? Don't apply. Don't it's apply. Used to the no, no, no. I'm flipping it. Flipping it in the middle. Don't apply. Take take all those uh all, all the years you've worked towards this point and just throw them away decide they don't matter to your future anymore decide all the choices you've made to this point to take you in the direction where you will thrive and be happy be uh, fully realized in yourself and be a, a, a just a boon to other people a resource for others take that, crumple it up like a, a piece of paper throw it in the trash like, like Mary says you should do with Ikea <laughs> instructions no, you don't need it just let your life let entropy take hold that's that's what you want right that's that's why you're that's why you're uh you need a pep talk because all the things that you've decided are good and useful and helpful to you all the things that you've tried so hard to achieve because you want to you want to watch it all burn and i say go ahead go ahead let it all let it all crumble unless unless you realize that this time was well spent and this impulse towards chaos this is the wrong impulse you you know the path you're on you've worked so hard to be here you you're so close to achieving the things you dream of and to to let let go of that now to lose the thread to wander off the path sure if that's if if you if you if that's what you want i mean honestly if that's what you want do it but Really? That's not what you're asking. You're not asking me to career counsel your life. So you know you're going to do it. Just do it and stop waffling.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, so many flavors, so many strategies. So much going on there. You gave us front psychology. You gave us backwards psychology. You gave us all of it. Mm-hmm. All of it. My God. But honestly, I have to say, I found the, the most stirring and inspiring part, the burn your life down part. I know that's not what you intended, (laughs) but for a moment, you
1: actually made that sound like an appealing option. It does seem fun. It does seem fun, doesn't it? Yeah, I decided, I said, coming into the pandemic, I was like, I could keep you know, working on this career in comedy or I could just quit everything, commit myself to a life of pizza parties and just be dead within a year. Yeah,
0: (laughs) you can do anything. I mean, it is, we're clinging to life. By our fingernails yeah. at all times. Yeah, for sure. It's just a series of like decisions that sort of work out yep. and keep you from absolutely immolating in every moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Way to way to call that out. Two points to you for that. Thank you. Because I mean, it was stirring, but it also gave me a lot of upsetting things to think about. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we got we got Christian. Tabulating the scores, this has been a a barn burner, but our winner oh by one God. point wow. is Friends. Wow. Holy 15 molly. to 14. Coach and pundit Emerita uh, Mary Chifo. Uh, it is now time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on, what you want uh, the world to know about that you're doing, and then to set the karmic balance right, tell the world about something someone else is doing uh, that uh, that the attention of the world should be focused on. Mary, we'll begin with you.
2: Uh, as you mentioned at the top, yes, uh, Riley Silverman and I are both in uh, Ripley Improv's uh, all-female uh, collective improv group that I work with a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Slay, which is a monster hunting genre, they do right. long-form genre improv, and uh, we every Friday night at 6 p.m. Uh, Uh, PT, 6 p.m. PT, 9 p.m. ET on their Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash Ripley Improv. Tomorrow night, I don't know when this airs actually, but uh, uh, Riley and I are in an episode and we have episodes running through June. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I play Dr. Elizabeth Diamond, PhD, uh, with a um, major in art history uh, and a specialty in Greek mythology. And we essentially, uh, through monologues, uh, uncovered the monster of the week uh, that uh, we as agents uh, had a, um, a dealing with. Uh-huh. So it's all live, all improv, very, very fun. Oh, no. um, who else is in Ripley? Group of women. Uh, awesome women. Um, uh, Amanda Troop, uh, Jessica Lynn Verdi, Laurie Jones, Maddie Goff, uh, Sarah Montjoy pepka uh, Kalichi Ize, um, uh Terry Gamble, who I adore so much, Um I'm, I'm like, Oh, uh, Kelly Loman. It's, it's an awesome group Murders, of murderers. Murderesses I, row. Yes. And I, I met them actually through Trek, which is my other thing that I get to promo, which is that I've been voicing my character Laurel on mm-hmm. Star Trek online, mm-hmm. uh, for their Klingon civil war, uh, storyline. And, uh, some of my episodes have already come out and there's some more coming down the line, uh, that are super fun. And there's a fun promotional thing that I, um, can't say what it is yet uh but i'm recording a very fun klingon thing Ooh. that should be out in uh june i think okay. uh and uh yeah those those are my two main fun things lots of creature stuff going on for me but we'll i love date. it we'll <laughs> and
0: then something someone else did
2: so many different things um i will shout out Juvie productions which is uh not that i'm they're they're more awesome than i am uh, but it's Viola Davis and Julius Tennant's, uh production company uh-huh. uh, that's been around for a while. And I've been lucky to collaborate with them. I'm not promoting something I did with them, mm-hmm. but I was lucky to collaborate with, collaborate with them on an interactive project a few years ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you aren't following them on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, um, they're championing a lot of great things. Obviously, Viola Davis is one of my greatest uh, inspirations as an actor. She's incredible and greatest. grounded. And I think she does authentic, gorgeous work that, um, you know, character work as a, as a, as a, uh, someone who loves transformation, I just really respect her and what she's championing with this production company. I I always want to be able to shout out places that are championing, um, diverse voices, inclusive voices, giving opportunity to those, um, who might not have had it in the past. And that's Mm -hmm. what Viola, Viola and her husband, Julius are doing. And so, Follow them, see all the awesome projects that they're producing right now, all right. and uh, support them. And uh, they're just awesome. They awesome. Just, they don't need my plug, but I want to shout them out because I really everybody, am inspired everybody. Needs by a plug. Them. Everybody in this day and age, everybody
0: <laughs> needs a plug. Josh Gondelman, something that you would like to plug
1: that you're doing, and then obviously something that Mary is doing that you're like doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have uh, my I have my own podcast. It's called Make My Day. It's a comedy game show with only one contestant. I've taken this number of contestants, cut it in half and the contestant always wins. The guest always wins. Um, we're doing a live show with three contestants. So I'll have to figure out how that goes. It's a live online show uh, with panelists from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, including Paula Poundstone, Peter Sagel, Tom Bodette. That's uh, the 21st of May, if you're interested. Um, in terms of stuff other people are doing, Jesus and Marrow currently on hiatus uh, until mid-June. But taking our time slot is Z-Way, the talk show starring Z-Way, which premiered last week. So funny. Z-Way has just like such a, an exciting and specific vision for comedy. She's so talented. If there's interviews, music, sketches. I'm just like so psyched to see how the what the rest of the episodes hold. And also, not just because I work for Showtime, but I will say I'm excited for Flatbush Misdemeanors, which is Dan Perlman and Kevin Iso's show to premiere on the 23rd and The Return of Black Monday, which I think is truly the most underrated comedy on television. It's so funny and I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough how great the performance is, how sharp the writing is. It's terrific.
0: Love it. Thank you. I am
1: Dave Holmes. Uh, I
0: also have a show online on May 21st, so unfortunately, listener, you're going to have to go to mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it is the Friday 40 through Dynasty Typewriter. Our special guests will be Aparna Nanchula and confirmed, as of yesterday, from the OC, Ben McKenzie. Wow. Yeah, you heard me. Uh, musical guest, TBD. Obviously, we're going for Phantom Planet, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, and I would like to plug the book How Lucky by Will Leach. Uh, formerly of Deadspin, currently a writer for New York Magazine, uh, a, uh, a an awesome guy and a great writer. This is his first sort of grown-up uh, fiction novel. That's how they say it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how Lucky just came out and it's uh, it's it's a beautiful piece of work. Uh, all right, you guys. Mary Chifo, Pundit, Emerita, and, uh, and Josh <laughs> Gondelman. Thank you so much for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. On Troubled Waters. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing. We're Josh Gondelman, make a noise. Hello. Yeah. Mary Chifo. Oh, that was (laughs) weird. It was a weird noise. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas. Hello. (laughs) And Laura Swisher. And we'll be there for you. Bye.
3: (laughs) MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.